Good morning and welcome back to the Gospel Get Up, the podcast aimed at getting you in the Word with readings from the Daily Lectionary, before sending you on your way to go about your day in the peace and joy of the Lord. This morning's readings take us in the Old Testament into the book of Zechariah, and in the New Testament we continue in Romans with chapter 14. The readings for today are set to an order for prime. So without further ado, let's get into it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hasten to save me, O God. O Lord, come quickly to help me. The Mighty One, God, the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. God says, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. And we pray. Almighty God, you divide the day from the night. Drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet in the way of peace. And having done your will with cheerfulness while it is day, grant that when evening comes, we may rejoice in giving you thanks. Amen. The Old Testament reading, once again, is Zechariah chapter 1. In the eighth month of the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, the son of Iddo. The Lord was very angry with your forefathers. Therefore, now you are to tell this people that this is what the Lord of armies says to them. Return to me, declares the Lord of armies, and I will return to you, says the Lord of armies. Do not be like your forefathers, to whom the earlier prophets proclaimed, this is what the Lord of armies says. Return, return from your evil ways and from your evil deeds. But our forefathers did not listen, nor did they pay attention to me, declares the Lord. Your forefathers, where are they now? And those prophets, did they go on living indefinitely? But my words and my statutes, which I commanded to my servants the prophets, caught up with our forefathers, didn't they? Then they returned and said, Because of our ways and our deeds, the Lord of armies has done to us just as he planned to do to us. On the twenty-fourth day of the eleventh month, that is, the month of Shabbat, in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, the son of Iddo. I saw a vision at night. In it I saw a man seated on a red horse, standing among myrtle trees in a ravine. Behind him were red, sorrel, and white horses. So I asked, My Lord, what are these? The angel who was speaking with me said to me, I will show you what these are. Then the man who was standing among the myrtle trees answered, These are the ones the Lord sent to range throughout the earth. They reported to the angel of the Lord who was standing among the myrtle trees, We have ranged throughout the earth. Look, all the earth is resting and quiet. Then the angel of the Lord said, Lord of armies, how long will you withhold compassion from Jerusalem and the cities of Judah, with whom you were indignant these seventy years? 
the Lord responded with kind and compassionate words to the angel who was speaking with me. So the angel who was speaking with me said to me, Proclaim this. This is what the Lord of armies says. I am very zealous for Jerusalem and for Zion, and I am exceedingly angry with the nations that are complacent. When I was angry only a little, they added to the evil. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I have turned to Jerusalem with compassionate feelings. My house will be built in Jerusalem, declares the Lord of armies, and the measuring line will be stretched out over Jerusalem. Proclaim also this. This is what the Lord of armies says. Once again, my towns will overflow with prosperity. Once again, the Lord will console Zion. Once again, he will choose Jerusalem. Then I looked up, and I saw that there were four horns. I asked the angel who was speaking with me, What are these? He answered me, These are the horns that scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four craftsmen. I asked, What are these men coming to do? He answered, These are the horns that scattered Judah to such an extent that no one could raise his head. But these craftsmen are coming to terrify them and to knock down the horns of those nations who lifted up their horns against the land of Judah to scatter her people. This is the word of the Lord. The New Testament reading, once again, continues in Romans with chapter 14. Accept a person who is weak in faith, and do not pass judgment on things that are just a difference of opinion. One person believes it is right to eat anything. Another person who is weak eats only vegetables. The one who eats everything should not look down on the person who does not do so. And the one who does not eat everything should not judge the person who does, because God has accepted him. Who are you to pass judgment on someone else's servant? It is up to his master to decide whether that servant stands or falls. And he will stand, because God is able to make him stand. One person values one day above another. Another person values every day the same. Let each person be fully convinced in his own mind. The person who honors a certain day does this for the Lord. And the person who eats does this for the Lord because he gives thanks to God. And the person who does not eat does this for the Lord, and gives thanks to God. In fact, not one of us lives for himself, and not one dies for himself. Indeed, if we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this reason he died, rose, and lived to be Lord of both the dead and the living. But you, why do you pass judgment on your brother? And you, why do you look down on your brother? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. Indeed, it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow to me, and every tongue will acknowledge God. So then, each of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, resolve never to put an obstacle or a snare in the path of your brother. 
I know and I am convinced in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in and of itself, but it becomes unclean for the one who considers it to be unclean. For example, if your brother is offended because of the food you eat, you are no longer walking in line with love. Do not destroy that person for whom Christ died by the food you eat. So do not give others a reason to speak evil about what you consider good. For the kingdom of God does not consist of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Certainly, a person who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and has the approval of people. Consequently, let us pursue those things that lead to peace and building up one another. Do not tear down God's work for the sake of food. Everything is pure, but it is wrong for a person to eat if it causes anyone to stumble. It is good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything if it causes your brother to stumble. Keep the conviction that you have in these matters between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But the one who has doubts is condemned if he eats, because it does not proceed from faith. Everything that does not proceed from faith is sin. This is the word of the Lord. We now confess the Christian faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray that you would so guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit that in all the cares and occupations of our life, we may not forget you, but remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And we join to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. And now for the good news that never gets old, the news that Jesus is your Savior, who lived, died, and rose again so that all your sins have been forgiven. 
That's the gospel. Now get up and go and live to God's glory and for the benefit of your neighbor. Peace.